This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Whether the action is at the link or the bank, there's never an off day on Broad Street. It's the biggest news of the day, every day, with takes from someone who's never short on them. It's WIP Daily with Joe Giglio. Welcome on in, WIP Daily. Joe Giglio with you. Appreciate everyone who has subscribed and, of course, follows the podcast and our video podcast as well. 94 WIP, the YouTube page there. Myself and Tucker Bagley. And today... As we are counting down the days until the start of the 2023 regular season and such an anticipated Eagles season and with so much hype, so much anticipation, the favorite to come out of the NFC again, the favorite in the NFC East, there is an elephant in the room I think that is is worth discussing here. And that, of course, is one that we all know and it comes up every summer, it comes up every year. And that is the fact that no team has won the NFC East in back-to-back years in 20 years. Is what the Eagles are trying to do. They are the favorite to do so. Dallas isn't an, you know, a big underdog. You know, they are second in terms of the odds. I'll pull up the odds over my friends over at FanDuel Sportsbook to see where the latest is on the NFC East odds. But as I record this, and I think ahead to the Eagles season, th- there's one thing that really stands out to me. Like we could go over why the Eagles are the favorites and why the past doesn't matter. Like, does it matter? that the 05 Eagles didn't win the division? Does it matter that the 2014 Eagles didn't win the division? Does it matter the 2018 Eagles didn't win the division, obviously years after they had won the division? Does, does that matter? Um, it doesn't. It doesn't have to matter. And it, it doesn't have to be germane to this. But I think when there are so many years of evidence to the contrary, it's it's crazy to ignore it. So right now, the Eagles uh, minus 115 over at FanDuel Sports, but the Cowboys plus 175, Giants 7-1, Commanders 13-1 to win the division. So so that is the reality of this. But th- there's, you know, we could go over a lot of reasons why the Eagles are the favorites, why they should be. Offensive line, defensive line, their overall roster strength, the fact that the Cowboys are good but not great, the fact that the Giants were very fluky last year. I mean, the odds tell you that. The Giants... We're a playoff team last year, and they're 7-1. to I mean, the Broncos have shorter odds to win the AFC West, and the Giants have to win the NFC East. Think about that for a second. The Broncos flat stunk last year. The Giants made the playoffs. It tells you a lot about how the market perceives the Giants' success last year, and I, and I generally agree, and their first uh, 10 games are brutal. Commanders, 13-1. So that that's your kind of layout in the NFC East, but there's been a lot of theories out there over the years. Like, why can't anyone win this division in back-to-back years? And we could go about the up-and-down nature of the division, how teams are close, how they split every year. I, I don't think that's it. I really don't. I, I think there's been one obvious, obvious reason why this division has been so topsy-turvy 
compared to other divisions across the NFL. You know, and it's not impossible to get on a run. The Chiefs have won the division seven straight years in the AFC West. Um, the the Colts used to basically win their division every year with Peyton Manning, and then the Broncos basically won it every year with Peyton Manning. Same thing with Tom Brady and and the New England Patriots for all those years. They won their division. Teams win, and you know, once in a while. There's two teams that share. Let's say Ravens Steelers before the Bengals drafted Joe Burrow. It was, it was a good run there, you know, for just Ravens Steelers, Ravens Steelers, where they were the teams winning the AFC North. You know, the Bengals had a, a decent run with Andy Dalton, but, you know, for the most part, for 20 years, it was Ravens Steelers. That happens. The NFC's has been, to- I mean, totally topsy turvy. It's been Eagles, it's been Cowboys, it's been a few Giants, it's been a few, com- even the Commanders slash, you know, their other names, football team, Redskins, they've won this thing. Why? What is the common denominator? And and it's it's fairly simple to me. It's the, not coaching. It's not general managers. It's not drafting. It's not front office. It's it's none of that. Th- this is the simple fact. And if you go through it, if you go through it moving forward, okay? If you go through every team that's won this division and every team that wins other divisions, the common denominator is totally simple. The teams that win their division year in, year out have elite quarterback play. And in the NFC East, there has been zero sustained elite quarterback play for two decades. That is the common denominator. That's the reason why no one wins this division in back-to-back years. Go through it. And there's, there's been good quarterbacks. And there's been good quarterback play in the NFC East. Obviously, Tony Romo was a good quarterback. Uh, obviously, Eli Manning was a good quarterback. Not great, though, right? They're, they're not in the same level as Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes. A little more variance there. Up, down, up, down, good, very good, pretty good, average, up and down. Dak Prescott. Obviously, we go to the Eagles, guys, and we're, we're taking this time frame here from 05 to now, right? Because, you know, 03, 04 was the last time someone did this in back-to-back years. So we go towards second half of his career, end of his career, Donovan McNabb. Not the beginning, not 99, 2000, 01, 02, 03, 04, where there was the best of Donovan. Starting 05, Donovan wasn't the same player anymore. He, re- it had, he had moments, you know, moments where he bounced back and, and, and moments he had a good run, 09, you know, second half, 08, when they got to the NFC title game. But it wasn't consistent. I mean, 06, he got hurt. Jeff Garcia had to come in. The Eagles made the playoffs there, won the division, and obviously made it to the second round against the New Orleans Saints. But it's been up and down. So some Donovan towards the end of his career. Some Tony Romo, good but not great. Eli Manning, good but inconsistent, not great. Then we move forward. Dak Prescott, Carson Wentz, blip here with Nick Foles, blip here with Michael Vick, blip here with Kirk Cousins with the Washington football team during his time there. And we've gone through this. I mean, this is it. This is the reason. There is no consistent, excellent quarterback play. And let's spin it back to now with the Philadelphia Eagles and why they are poised right now to do this, why they're the favorite to do it, and why I believe almost everyone, and I'd be surprised if there's many um, listening right now that don't believe the Eagles are going to win the NFCs. Why right now the Eagles are the favorite and why a lot of people believe they can absolutely do this again is because of Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is the is the key w- without a question to all this. If Jalen Hurts plays like he did last year, if he plays like he did last year, that is the key to the NFC East. That is it. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The Eagles will win this division if Jalen Hurts plays like they did last year. And I remember last year before the season started, Elliot Shore Parks um, really pointed out something. And, and I, I didn't hit buy into this as much as he sold it, and he was right. And and the point he made was, does Jalen Hurts have to be the best quarterback in the division for the Eagles to win the division? And I said no, because I thought Jalen Hurts would be quite good. I thought he would take a leap, but I thought there was just you know still a chance that Dak would be a little bit above him. Just the stages of their career. Think about it. Year before, Dak's a top 10 quarterback. Jalen's, I don't know, in 2020, maybe number 20 in the NFL. So I, I expected a big leap out of Jalen, but even if I said he's going to be the 10th or 12th best quarterback or 8th best quarterback, you know, maybe Dak's 7, maybe Dak's 8. Maybe he wouldn't have been clearly better than Dak. He was clearly better than Dak, and that's why the Eagles won the division. And we fast forward to now, we go back to right now in the, in the present, as we head towards the 2023 season, right now, the best quarterback in the NFC East is Jalen Hurts. The issue has been in this division that the best quarterback, for whatever reason, doesn't stay the best quarterback. And, and that's it. You know, this isn't going to come down to Lane Johnson or Jason Kelsey. They've been around a long time. Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, they've seen division titles. They've seen disappointing years. They've seen wild card, not division title, right? All this kind of stuff. It's because the quarterback play dictates the NFC East division winner. That is it. And as I look at this year, I expect Jalen Hurts to once again be the best quarterback in the division. And if he is, the Eagles will win it. And, and he's got to be it by, by, a good, by a good margin. Could Dak be it this year? He could if Jalen takes a step back or gets, gets banged up. Can Daniel Jones be the best quarterback in this division? I don't believe he can be. And the Sam Howell thing is, is just it's preposterous that they're actually starting Sam Howell and trying to be a competitive football team down in Washington. So I, I just think it's really interesting that we have this talk every year. We have this discussion every single year about the NFCs and why no one could win it. And we're kind of dumbfounded when the answer is right in front of us. It's not the coaches. It's not Jerry Jones. It's not, I mean, Daniel Snyder's uh, his own issue. And, and maybe that's why they can't find a quarterback. And now he's obviously on his way out. Josh Harris is going to own that football team. But the, the reality is the quarterbacks. And even when teams have good ones, and there's been a lot of good ones, but I would argue that in the NFC East in the last two decades, there have been zero zero Hall of Fame quarterbacks um, outside of Eli Manning, and he's going to get in because of a very odd resume. You know, you, you look at Eli's stats, and it wasn't Sunday-to-Sunday Sunday greatness. He will make the Hall of Fame, and, and, I'll, and I, I think he should, but it, it's because of, of two playoff runs. It's not because of Sunday-to-Sunday excellence. That is what Peyton Manning was. That is what Tom Brady was. That is what Patrick Mahomes now is. Sunday-to-Sunday excellence wins divisions. It's why the Chiefs have won seven straight. It's why the Patriots won all those divisions. It's why the Colts did. And it's why this division has not had that. There's been no Sunday to Sunday excellence among quarterbacks in this division. And I just want to pull up Jalen Hurts' numbers last year, and then we'll get, kind of get into what he's doing in camp and and, and really why the, the hopes are so high for this Eagles team and for him this year. Jalen Hurts really was, last year, absolutely outstanding in every way. I mean, he, you know... You talk about impacting winning and and what he was able to do. It, it really was remarkable, and his rise year to year has been remarkable. So last year, completed sixty six and point five percent of his passes, 
22 passing touchdowns along with 13 rushing touchdowns. If you look at some of his uh, advanced uh, adjusted passing numbers, his net yards per attempt, 17% above average. His adjusted yards per attempt, 25% above average. His adjusted net yards per attempt, 19% above average. His completion percentage, 9% above average. His touchdown percentage, 6% above average. Interception percentage, 22% above average. His rating, passer rating, was 18% above average. The only metric last year that he wasn't his best at so far in the NFL in terms of setting a career high was his sack percentage. And it is one thing I think I do think the Eagles need to be better at picking up um, the blitz, having hot reads for Jalen Hurts, having a quick game against the blitz. They often were a little bit chaotic against the blitz, and, and Hurts yeah, ended up getting sacked too many times and, and not being totally efficient against the blitz, but everything else was remarkable. He he is their best short yardage runner. He has been, uh, for all intents and purposes, one of the most valuable players in the NFL from the moment he stepped on the field in 2021. I mean, as, as a full-time, it's his team, his offense, his value is off the charts because of what he's able to do in the run game, the pass game, the RPO game. It's um, It really is something remarkable. And, and he's become, for this team, everything. I mean, he, he really is as valuable of a player as there is in the NFL right now. And the only concern I have for Jalen Hurts as we move forward and as we talk about his career and we talk about this season, the only concern, it's not about teams catching up. It's not about any of that stuff. That that I don't worry about because I think he's smart enough. I think that the offense is diverse enough. I think he is really good about putting the team in the right position. The only, only issue I have or worry that I have with Jalen Hurts is health. That's it. Um, Because he does take on an enormous, enormous load, and he gets hit a lot. The hits he takes, whether it be sacks, hits in the pocket, hits on runs, even, you know, people landing on him on, you know, quarterback sneaks, it all adds up. He takes a lot of hits. By the way, I pulled up year by year the – Approximate value leaders. It's the you know it's almost like a war number for football, where they add up the value of the player. So how much they actually provide to their team. And I'm you know the scale on on football. It seems like anything in the 20s is is a remarkable season. So just to give you a little example, last year Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts tied. They led the NFL in approximate value of 20. Okay. Uh, the year before the leader was Josh Allen at 19. Aaron Donald in 2020 had a 24. Lamar MVP year 25. Mahomes uh, 2018 was 22. So, so I'm going to give you the names. So this is the company Jalen Hurts keeps now in terms of the being the most valuable player in a particular season. We'll just go back, you know, last decade or so. So last year was tied. Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts. Year before Josh Allen. Uh, before that, Aaron Donald. Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Matt Ryan in the MVP year, J.J. Watt when he was the best defensive player, Cam Newton, J.J. Watt, Richard Sherman, Richard Sherman, Aaron Rodgers. That's the company Jalen Hurts keeps, and that is the key to the NFC East. If he is that again, if Jalen Hurts is that valuable again, and he is this productive again, and he holds this level of ability all year, and he stays healthy, and he can run it past the level he did last year, the Eagles will win the NFC. So you're, you're going to have a, a million breakdowns between now and kickoff in week one. Will the Eagles do it? Will they break the, the NFC East curse? Why can't anyone win this division in back-to-back years? Is it on Sirianni? Is it on Sean Desai? Is it on Brian Johnson? Throw it all out. 
throw it all out. The NFC East has not been won in back-to-back years for one very simple reason. The quarterbacks in this division do not sustain excellence. That has been the reality from the moment the Eagles walked off the Super Bowl when they lost the Pats after the 0-4 season. Donovan was not the same after that. And the NFC East since then has been topsy-turvy because for every time Eli Manning was good, he wasn't. For every time Tony Romo was good, he wasn't. Same thing with Dak. Same thing with Carson and Vic and Foles and Cousins and whoever else you want to throw in there. I'm probably missing some sort of wacky name that I even forgot about in this division. It's going to be fun. The Eagles are a favorite for the reason. A reason. The reason. And that is Jalen Hurts. Appreciate everyone listening to WIP Daily. We're getting close now. We are getting close to the start of the 2023 NFL season. Eagles are the favorite in the East. Cowboys not far behind. No one's buying what the Giants did last year to do it again. And of course, the Commanders starting Sam Howell. I'm going to go on a limb and say he'll never be the best quarterback in the NFC. So appreciate everyone following the show. Please subscribe, follow, give us a rating uh, on Apple iTunes. And uh, of course, follow the page, 94WIP, the YouTube page. We put our video podcast there. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day. We'll talk soon on WIP Daily.